Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Energy News Beat Podcast. My name is Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. It has been a crazy news day around here, and I am i thought it'd be kind of slow for the Thanksgiving holiday, but it is crazy. Got a show lined up for you. Nuclear Renaissance is the best pass forward. That's the first one. And let's come around the corner to Climate Enron may be heading for a crash. I thought the title on this article was fabulous. Let's go over here to the next one. First reading, Canadians appear to have stopped caring about the climate change. Huh, that's kind of crazy. Wall Street's ESG craze is fading. That's another one. We're seeing a trend here, folks. It is absolutely crazy. I've never seen this kind of a uh, trend in uh, energy that's going on. Also, a vast reserves of rare earth minerals found in a Wyoming coal mine. That's a pretty cool story. So we're going to end up with a thank you to everybody and have a great Thanksgiving. It's going to be a big travel week. We want everybody staying safe. So let's start and get right into the news today. A nuclear renaissance is the best path forward. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, 20 policies are accelerating. At least 22 states plus Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. have committed to either 100% carbon-free electricity generation or net zero by 2050. We're seeing all these articles that are out there that can't make it uh, without nuclear. They got to have some nuclear. So. Here's the problem. Uh, Three states, Illinois, New Hampshire, and South Carolina have generate over 50% of their electricity needs from nuclear power, making them effectively carbon neutral and an idea hub for energy. We're seeing this for companies, for energy-based companies coming in, helping their GDP, state GDP going up. We're seeing this in uh, Germany, a story ran out on uh, Newsbeat today where Germany is absolutely losing its ability to even be a powerhouse. And that was from David Blackman's uh, Substack. Germany has lost the ability to impact their GDP upward and it's going in a downwards spiral. Energy policies matter. Here's where I love this story. Climate Enron may be heading for a crash. If everybody remembers Enron, that was a Ponzi scheme. That was a wild, wild Ponzi scheme. And this uh, article is uh, pretty interesting. Bradley, the CEO of the Institute for the Economic Research Recounts, Lay was the salesman promoting a business model which kept, you know, trying to get investors money, spending it, and it was barrel. Mark to market accounting. That was amazing. Then we see the, uh, it covers the FTX, the collapse there. It was following a lot. They're saying it's the, it was even bigger than Enron. It was unlike uh, Enron, it was bad and plenty of warning signs that here's where it is. The green revolution has a lot of warning signs that it may be even worse than FTX. It's about to tumbling down and its loudest advocates brought to account. 
This is critical when you take a look at the green war on fossil fuels. The folks that are out there, not humanitarian, that are left in and or Green New Deal focused uh, are going to scream louder. They happen to be around the world. More and more of the people that are in power that set regulatory issues, goals, climate goals, this is not a discussion of whether or not you need to go to net zero. Let's leave that off the table for now. Yay, let's go to net zero. How you get there. Renewable energy in its current technology state is not renewable or sustainable. There is nothing renewable about wind or solar in its current state. So when you take a look at the green war and fleshing out the net zero, net zero and ESG are going critical because nobody can print money anymore. I called for this three years ago. I called for this last year saying you can't print money without having the brakes, just the wheels fall off. The wheels are falling off the chuck wagon. So I love this line out of the article. Uh, Ken Lay with Enron, the green revolution has relied heavily on government subsidies and a revolutionary revolution, always business philosophy aimed at making pariahs of anyone who dares oppose the grandiose but fatally flawed plan. My news website, my podcast is being shut down by uh, a lot of the technology uh, companies. I know it to be a fact. I have screenshots and we have found a way to get the story out about humanity, the power of the energy. It's about raising people out of poverty. That's what we need to use. Again, I am energy agnostic. I don't care what we use. Let's have the least impact on the environment. Let's get people out of poverty. Now, Let's go to the next one. Wall Street's ESG craze is fading. And I'm telling you what, it seems like the um, prime minister of UK triggered this uh, about six weeks ago. I've never seen such a uh, falling out of people saying, hey, wait a minute, it's okay to do that. We've even had Bill Gates come out and say climate change is not going to kill you. Uh, Then you've had Larry Fink come out, uh, head of BlackRock, say we're investing in oil and gas, and they were doing it quietly over the last uh, several years, trying to make sure they propped up their other money. They lost $1.7 trillion in the first half of 2022. This article is really describing this quote, Tony Turish. This really is uh, the result of too many managers looking to cash in on increased awareness on demand for ESG investments, said Tony Turish. Senior Vice President at Calmos Investments. The ESG has hit the bottom of the barrel. Now, remember, there's still ESG funds that are out there. And believe it or not, they're related to oil and gas. Natural gas is now considered ESG friendly. And take a look at Oxy. Warren Buffett has been out there investing in it. Occidental has been absolutely hitting it out of the park with their carbon capture and everything else that they're doing. They're doing their uh, what they do best, oil and gas. But they're also sending out uh, their uh, Chesapeake sent their some of their first LNG out and around with a uh, carbon net zero shipments. So 
oil and gas companies can do it. The EIA, for those that didn't remember this, the EIA said the U.S. has curbed its pollution, carbon pollution, because of natural gas. So when you take a look at this article, it is amazing. 2021, Hartford Funds inserted sustainable into its core bond product and subsequently saw investors pour $100 million into it. But by after missing its own performance, Hartford is switching again. At least five other funds announced they would drop their ESG mandates, while another 32 sustainable funds will close, according to their uh, compiled Morningstar. Here's the thing. Nobody has been saying that sustainable includes fiscal responsibility. Fiscal responsibility and a, and a dedication to the stakeholders, which are the consumers, makes a huge difference. Folks, I'm excited about all the changes that are coming around. I think that we could actually end energy poverty if we can uh, stay on a good path. Let's use wind, solar, nuclear, coal. Use clean coal. Let's use our technology. Let's get together and talk about this. Have a great Thanksgiving. I've got some great podcasts that are going to be rolling out. The staff has been working overtime to uh, get that. If you're an energy executive, I want to talk to you. I want to find find out what's going on in your environment, in your world. I've had some great podcasts coming out. I've had Mark Masters, who is a media mogul. He is a, a fantastic man. I've had George McMillan, who has a worldwide view. And both of those, one was an hour and 15 minutes, one was two hours. Holy smokes, this is just amazing. I've got so many great interviews. Just interviewed Heidi McCullough and Terry. Edom, an author and also a movie mogulist uh, out of Canada. We've got so many more coming out and it is all about ending energy poverty. Thank you so much and I really appreciate everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving and uh, I'll see you soon.